Hey everybody, welcome back to the Great Stare Podcast. Um, my name is Cam. My name's Ben. And my name is Tyler. Um, so today um we are talking about the uh long anticipated um the Snyder Cut, uh Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um it was just released um now about a week ago on HBO Max. Um, I've been waiting a long time for this movie. Um, As did I. And, uh, yeah, we all watched it, and we are here to, um, tell you our thoughts on this movie, this four-hour movie. Epic. Fantastic usage of my four hours. And, um... Yeah, I guess I'm just going to say um, I expected to love this movie, and it definitely delivered. Um, I do kind of have a weird history with um, Joss Whedon's Justice League, um, as does Tyler. As do I. And, um, I remember seeing the movie opening night. They love the films. Yeah, so when I first saw the original cut of Justice League back in November 2017, um, I really did love it, actually. And um, it's just, I regret saying it, but it's true. Um, I loved, I I basically just um, ignored all the flaws, and I just had a really great time watching it. Um, I didn't really know what happened with the movie until um, stuff started coming out a few months later about um, Snyder's original vision. Um, once that all started to come out, I I was a little... Um, I don't know. I didn't, at that time, I didn't think we the Snyder cut would ever see the light of day. So I was just a little like... I, I didn't really know what to think anymore. I revisited the movie um, like months later, and I definitely um, we watched yeah, it together. Yeah, we we all watched it together actually, and we realized that it is very very flawed. Um, it's a piece of shit it, to put it plain. It's simple. awful. It's, it's awful. one of the worst superhero movies ever made. It's really 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 awful, and. Um, I don't know. I'm a big Zack Snyder fan. Um, I I love Batman vs Superman. I always have, and I really, really like Man of Steel as well. And um, it just sucked to see um, Zack Snyder's vision go to complete waste with Justice League. Obviously, it's not his fault. Um, Warner Bros. Yeah. played him a little dirty. It's especially they, after yeah, they've been the playing awful, him dirty. That awful family tragedy. Um, yeah, my they've been playing him dirty that. since BVS, though. Too. They really. I I I think a lot about the story told by Christopher Nolan and Deborah Snyder about how they were shown the movie on the Warner Brothers lot, and they both went out to lunch with Zack Snyder and told him never to watch the movie. Um, and that and basically now, sums up Justice League. Yeah, and now that the Snyder Cut is finally here, after uh, nearly four years, 
of anticipation and um, wondering if it even existed. And then um, Zach saying it's been finished and on his computer. It's finally here. It's out. And we never uh, have to watch the original again, except for yeah, when we, we make fun do. of. And except for really when we just, make fun of the the hilarious scenes in it. Yeah, it's a mess, but um, it's really just it's it's such an amazing story. The Snyder Cut, like overall, it's inspirational. Even it's incredible how far that it's come from from a from a possible um myth to it's finally seeing the light of day um, it's just so great that he got the movie out and yeah. now we have a truly fantastic version of this movie mm-hmm. so uh, um, I'm just going to cut in really quick and I'm going to say that that um, while I do definitely think this is the best DCE movie by a landslide I am a little partial to BVS still because that movie is just still just balances like it's it's such a crazy like chaotic movie that i i kind of like the what it does and i also really like man of steel despite a couple maybe there's a couple small issues that i have with it but they're pretty minimal because i think that's a really solid movie and bbs the ultimate edition is really the way to it's a big improvement if i'm being completely honest i love the theatrical as well I didn't. I've never hated the theatrical, but I do think that the ultimate edition fleshes the movie out, and it really is quite an. It's the way to go to watch that. Movie. Way to watch the movie. Yeah. I, I guess just briefly for me, um, I have a little more of a complicated history with with the Zack Snyder's DC movies as you guys. Um, I really, res- I do respect him and I don't, I, I never like hated any of his movies. Um, you know, I love Man of Steel when it came out and then I started to not really like it. And then actually until last year I rewatched it and I actually gained a appreciation for it. I actually like it quite a bit despite my, some of my larger issues with the, uh, interpretation of the characters in that movie. I still think it's a very solid movie, and it's, um, yeah, I really enjoy it overall, actually. And BVS, um, Cam and I watched it before Justly came out, and I did enjoy it a little more from the Ultimate Edition, but overall, I just think the whole experience was just kind of mediocre to me personally, and it just never really clicked with me, but I respected the bold choices that were made. And so, yeah, I I was very curious to see how this would turn out, and um, I, I gotta say, I liked it quite a bit. We have a lot to talk about. Um, I assume yeah. you guys have a lot to say. I have a lot to say, for sure. And um, I've I've seen the movie three times. Um, as You're a mad man. As of now, and I plan to watch it many more times. And um, as we we're recording this, as we're recording this, um, we just found out due to very reliable sources that the Justice is Gray Black and White Edition is dropping on HBO Max tomorrow, which apparently has an alternate scene um, at the, the end involving the joker which i am obviously 
extremely excited about. So um, I might be watching it again tomorrow or just soon. I'll probably we'll watch see. it again tomorrow as well. I'm looking forward to the black and white version of the movie. It, I, that's how Zach um, himself um, watched all the footage for a very long time, and he says it's the way to go, and I, I trust him. So, Yeah, I, what do you guys... I guess just quickly, so, um, I want to ask: Did you guys watch like the Logan Black and White or anything like that? Just I watched I, bits and pieces of it, and I, I thought it was cool, but it wasn't necessarily something I would want to go back to all the time. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm like considering because um, I actually really liked how this movie looked, the Snyder cut. So I don't know if the Black and White will add any, will add a lot, but you know, I might check it out. So start off. Um, what do you guys think about? The aspect ratio, the four by three aspect ratio. So I thought. Oh, yeah, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No, so, no, you go. Um, I thought that the aspect ratio made it very cinematic looking, personally. Um, especially because the I believe I haven't seen it in a long time, but I believe uh, Joss, Joss Whedon's Justice League has a full screen like TV looking aspect ratio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is just a horrible looking uh, aesthetic choice. So this version makes it look all the more better, especially because I do think a lot of shots and moments in this movie were inspired by like old Hollywood like framing and um, Greek god yeah. imagery and religious imagery and things along those lines. So I think by that, the way, I think the um, aspect ratio is fantastic. Talking, we will be talking spoilers. Yeah. I thought the aspect ratio at first, at very first, um, back when the teaser came out in August, I I was a little skeptical. I thought maybe it would be distracting, but um, as more news on the movie came out and obviously eventually watching it, it surprisingly wasn't distracting at all. Um, it's it was cool that we got um, the entire screen. Um, it was just it like tyler said it um seemed very cinematic um i would love to watch this on the biggest screen possible yeah um it it looked great and um yeah i think um and speaking of the fact that it didn't get a theatrical release as of now um i i still do think um if you have the right uh, uh, setup, it's not really a laptop movie, but if you have the right setup, um, you can really have a good experience watching this movie. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I watched it on my 4K TV and it looked fantastic. Um, the, the, the 4K transfer is just like out of this world. It's one of the best looking I've ever seen. It really looks great. Yeah, I think you guys are fucking nuts though about that aspect ratio. It was so bad. Um, All right, and that's I'm why just, no, I'm Ben kidding, is I'm officially kidding. banned from the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're so, gonna be recording with Joss Whedon for now on, buddy. Oh, I actually do want to talk about the just aspect ratio really quick. So at first, I thought he was just doing it to do it, and all and all, I didn't like see the point of it, but. It it actually honestly I do think it added quite a bit to the movie. I what is wrong with Joss Whedon? Because because the Avengers has that clearly a lot. Yeah, but the Avengers has that same like aspect ratio 
as Justice League, and it, it looks terrible. It looks like a TV movie. You know, mm. <laughs> I just hate it so much. I hate when movies look like that and they don't do anything interesting with yeah. the frames or whatever. So that's about it. Also, uh, adding on to the Joss Whedon's stylistic choices, even though there are certain scenes, especially the resurrection of Superman, that are pretty similar in the two cuts, it is very much apparent that part of Joss Whedon's issue was his color grading and uh, the way he frames oh. his shots, which yeah. is especially sharp because I thought that the X-ray um, effect was terrible in the theatrical version. But in, in Zack Snyder's Justice version. League, I thought it looked a lot better, mainly because they set up why that was shown and yeah. then just jumped straight into it's it. It's literally like the exact same shot, and it looks so much better. Yeah, yeah and I also love not that taking... there's less reshoots. That The reshoots are especially more apparent going back to certain clips where they, where they have people jump in and make little quips. I think it's just... And the scene at the beginning with Aquaman... Um, his beard looks complete. Bruce Wayne's beard looks completely different in some reshoot cuts. Yeah, all the yeah, close-up shots of people talking, like of their faces, and just Justice League look horrible. But I'd say they all look mostly f- fine, good, and passable in this version. Yeah, so... like that scene, for example, when Aquaman goes back into the water when he says, "You're out of he your has mind, different Bruce tattoos. Wayne." Yeah, that scene different... looks so much better. And the, yeah, yeah. it's different tattoos. And, and it's and, the, it, well, no, it's the same tattoos, but they messed it up. Like you can see how they messed yeah, it up. Yeah, it, it was like, and the green screen in Justice League looks terrible in that. It part. just executed looks- way better. Um, yeah. So you guys, if you want to, you guys can talk about it as much as you want. But personally, I don't really want to bring up the. Josh yeah, yeah. I just thought we should as, get it out of the way. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely okay. agree. But what I, I want to compare the whole well, time though, is um the opening scene of this movie, mm-hmm. and I, I thought it set the tone amazingly. It the opening scene of this movie where you see um it takes place um at the end of BVS with the death of Superman. I thought that opening scene was incredible. Yeah, I can't and... tell you how relieved I was to not hear Superman, Superman. <laughs> going back to com- right directly going back to comparing it to Justice League 2017. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's all. I but that to is say, like I I really can't um, stress enough one more time just to say who thought that it was a good idea to open the movie like that in 2017 like compared to what we got it i think this um it it sets a great tone for the movie in this um opening Mm -hmm. and um it really connects it more to batman v superman because it this is a sequel to batman v superman yes and it's we see like like, the shock waves i thought the shock waves were of Superman's scream was a really great addition and um it was chilling and it it was just so great seeing it showed all the settings it showed the Atlanteans the Amazonians yeah i really love all the callbacks they had to BVS um i liked that they didn't they didn't try too hard to connect it to something like Aquaman or something like Wonder Woman 
because even though those movies are are good, they they aren't entirely necessary to understand what's going on here. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought it was going to be kind of dumb going in, but I actually like how it was executed in the end. I guess it's a good time to talk about um, the league itself, mm-hmm. um, all the characters, most of the movie. It's all of those characters minus Superman, because Superman's dead for most of the movie. And um, yeah, we really um, get to know these characters. Yeah, yeah. do we and, do we want to go character by character? Yeah. So um, I have a really great thing that I notice um with Batman in this movie. Yeah, that was you a actually, night and day difference as well. <laughs> he looked like he really, cared. Yeah, so you really get to see how much Bruce Wayne has developed as a character since Batman v Superman. Where he's basically a villain he's, in that movie. Yeah, where he's he's basically he's lost all faith in humanity in that movie. He's broken. And um it's clear that um Superman had a huge impact on him. And um he Superman changed his views like on humanity in general. And um, it, it seemed like Superman really helped Bruce um, gain his faith back in um, humanity. Like, I think one of the best lines of the movie is when um, they're going to fight in the final battle toward the end. And um, he, he knows Superman will show up. And Alfred goes, um, Master Wayne, how do you know he'll show up? And he goes, faith, Alfred, faith. Yeah, I love. I Batman thought he was a lot better. Very consistent. Very he's not well cracking done. jokes every minute. Going, you talk to fish. You know, he's just again. What the? F- I just I compare it again, but he's, no, he's he's. It's impossible. I will say it really is like impossible not to shout out yeah. the comparisons just because it's so drastic. It really yeah. is a completely different movie. It was just nice seeing kind of a more heroic version of the Zack Snyder version. I thought he's I thought he's great. I really have no complaints. Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, Bruce was awesome in this movie. I really can't stress enough how much I love Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, and, I think um, he's one of my favorite Batmans. I'm excited to get a little more of him in the Flash movie. Yeah. Well, I, hopefully he is still gonna be in that. Yeah. And um loved Bruce. Yeah, just a very nice um arc that we haven't seen before. Just something new, like I said, just something new for the character, and it's just. And um, why don't we move on to the next most popular character, and that is Miss Gal Gadot, aka Wonder Woman. I I, I loved her in this movie. Um, I'm gonna say that a lot because I really did love um everyone in this movie, but um Wonder Woman, uh, I feel like maybe out of like the six, she probably had like. The least amount of changes from, yeah, like noticeable changes. I'd say like Whoa. her and Aqu- I'd say like her and Aquaman, yeah. out of the like six men. Yeah. So I guess like character like- development is because like- I, yeah, do believe, I do believe I do because- believe that after Wonder Woman twenty seventeen was such a big success, yeah, and- I do believe that they mandated reshoots for Justice yeah. League to Be just lighter. sort of like keep her in line. And that made sense, but we got. I, I loved all the new stuff we got with Wonder Woman in this movie. Obviously, 
um, the whole investigation scene she does with the, oh, um, arrow, with the arrow of Artemis. Um, she goes and finds the cave and all the backstory. I thought that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. And can we just take a second to talk about how great her introduction scene was oh, yeah. with this fantastic. That was such a great scene. Yeah. I loved the music. I loved how much cooler the fight choreography was with Wonder Woman in that scene. Like it was with her blocking all the bullets. It was so much the the yeah. fight choreography was stellar. It was in that scene. it was a night it was cool to see her as like more of like the warrior, like Zack Snyder version, but it was also there's yeah. a lot of really nice scenes where she was Wonder Woman. She's like, yeah, you can be anything you want to be, which I know that there's, was there's some people complaining yeah. about that, but I really didn't see any problem. Like people were acting like he, I thought, yeah, acting like it was so violent, but it it wasn't. I thought it was, I thought it was a really great scene overall. The terrorists in that scene were actually felt really threatening too. Like they yeah. were like, it was bloody. They were swearing at people. They were like it, it they actually had a motive. Like, yeah. you know what they're doing. They're like, you figured they're going to blow up. Like, what did they say? Blow up four blocks. Yeah. And, like three city yeah, blocks. Using the cops to, they're using the cops as a distraction and they're going to kill all the kids are all going to die anyways. I don't know. I, I loved that scene. I thought it was a very, yeah, very well great done. introduction scene for Wonder yeah, Woman. I agree. Uh, um, I think Wonder only... Woman is... Oh, I'll kind of say my thoughts really quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I think that Wonder Woman, I think she's very good in the movie. I think that a couple of acting-wise, I think a couple of the lines were a little shaky. That's what I was going to um, say. But... Hey, I like for example, I think that the Kal-El, no the Themyscira uh lantern battle is um fantastic, but um I think that her narration sort of distracted me a little bit as well as and yeah I do I would like to state that I think Wonder Woman twenty seventeen is a solid movie and I think Wonder Woman eighty four is a bad movie, but um I am glad that this movie definitely feels consistent to both versions of the character. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely loyal to the princess warrior stuff, and it's also loyal to the new Diana Prince superhero stuff, as well as the. I think that she sells Diana Prince really well, as well as Wonder Woman. Yeah, one you can really tell that Gal Gadot, um, she she cares about this character. Yes, and you can also tell that Patty Jenkins definitely had some input in where the the character went, which is what I really love. So great the way she portrays this character. It's she's. Like, just look at her. She's like the... I, I couldn't picture anyone else playing Wonder Woman. Yeah, she yeah. really... Fantastic casting. Fantastic. It's yeah. just... And that was all because really of Zack Snyder, so... Zack Snyder. You know, yeah. it's just, I would love to see Zack Snyder have a more hands-on producing role or writing role, or even, like, technical-wise, I hope they they get him for some of, like, the framing of how he shoots action for Wonder Woman 3, because I think that that franchise could benefit yeah. from a little bit of a stronger drive or Zach vision. Snyder. Zack Snyder had a little more involvement in the first Wonder Woman, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought Gal Gadot was, really did a good job of selling the action scenes and, you know, her physical appearance. Um, like, in action, like, very, you know, she's very good. She's very talented yeah. at that. Yeah, Stu- fantastic. Yeah. Um, I did think some of her... 
I did think some of her the line she had to say, like Tyler said, were a little were a little and I thought like the line delivery could be a little bit better in parts, but by the end of the movie she really did sell me and especially after that action scene in the harbor, which I thought <laughs> I loved that action scene. I was like I had like a smile ear to ear. Like it was it was so great. And yeah. oh oh I'll 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 jump in after after I'm you finish. Done. Oh, yeah, uh, one another thing that I really loved chemistry with Victor, uh, or aka Cyborg, and um, Batman. I would yeah, say. and Batman. I think that those her and her and Bruce worked super well as sort of like the big figureheads of the team, and I thought that, and they, I love their like professional partnership. Her relationship with Cyborg was very. It it added a lot of weight to the movie actually because mm-hmm. you could tell yep. that both of them were affected by one another and they related to each other's struggles, which I really thought was fantastic. They were both put into a world where they had to, you know, change within it because, you know, they well he's he had to change so much because he's a robot, yep. and you know she's from and a whole other lands. Perfect segue into um the heart and soul of the movie. my favorite character in the movie oh my I god really the do origin under- really do think i i understand completely where zach was coming from when he said that cyborg is the heart of the movie because it's true i think i like i said i it's really hard for me to pick who my favorite was but i definitely do think that cyborg um, cyborg's part in the movie definitely made me really happy yeah. ray fisher's the mvp of the cast and i kid you not when when he you know gives that lady the money at the atm dude i, that is, I almost teared that is i literally almost teared up and i went oh like i'm not that kidding really, like i that's what i said out loud that scene is awesome so I good, so pure. I loved more. I loved more Silas in this movie too. I think Joe Morton does a really great job yeah. as Silas Stone, and the father-son relationship between them. The it's rocky, and um, it adds so much depth to Cyborg. Feels sure. realistic. It yeah. feels realistic. Un, I'm hate to keep bringing up Justice League, but no. Cyborg does nothing in that movie. Which is and very strange. It was it's so amazing to see this character get redemption, and I thought he was fantastic in this movie. And I love we. I actually got an understanding um, of how powerful he is too, because yeah. he has some really cool powers that I didn't really. Yeah, the way they yeah. use him in action also, I thought was really good. Yeah, two scenes in particular that got me emotional in regard, and he. I say that because he is definitely the character that got me the most emotional because it made me think about about yeah. disability and how um, people like him or like as an allegory, how people are represented in society who who had things happen to them that aren't their fault and they're being punished for it by by the world and then him being able to to become strong and build up past that as a human i thought that mm-hmm. was just beautiful and moving and the my possibly my favorite scene in the movie is the scene where he has his vision right before they resurrect oh. superman oh that scene is 
That scene me. was that scene was really me. scary. Yeah, it was scary. I also love the scene when he sees his family. Um, yeah, yeah, he yeah. sees his father and his mother and himself with before the accident. It's a and really it's, emotional you know, it's just, scene. And really it goes off what you said, like bring up that message. Like it's what at that part you're talking about the end, right? Yes. Yeah, it's finally just him accepting for who he is and being proud of himself. Yeah. That was really, that line, really great. I'm not broken. Reminds me of the line from Split, uh, the broken or the more evolved. I think about that line basically on the daily. Um, and I think Cyborg is just a perfect character to weave that message in with. Um, Ray Fisher, yeah. absolute kudos. I hope, I really, I really hope you get Fuck another you, chance. Fuck you, Honor Brothers. I hope you, I really I, hope you get another I, chance. I didn't really know. He hasn't been in like anything at all. So I, I really yeah. am looking forward to see, um, I I I hope this movie um boosts his um like I know he probably won't be cyborg again which is sad to think but I really yeah Warner want Brothers to should be ashamed I, I I'm excited to see more Ray Fisher yeah. in future movies I've been talking about this with Ben and uh, Marlon for a little bit but um I do think that because apparently they're going to be casting a John Boyega type actor for the role of Blue Marvel Monica Rambeau's love interest in Captain Marvel two. I do think that if Ray Fisher um, could audition or even get that role, that would be fantastic because he really just deserves another shot at a big budget franchise. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. He was he really was, and he was like he he's like the one actor, and like I said, he's like he was like the one actor out of like the league who really hasn't hadn't been in anything before this. So. It, yeah, we really we, we got it. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, it just kind of made me upset that we weren't ever going to get a Cyborg movie yeah. or that Cyborg Flash movie. I, I wish, because like, I think his chemistry with the Flash was great in the movie. It was great. Yeah, they had a great... Because they're probably what? They're they're probably around the same age, so it makes sense. Yeah. They have chemistry. And just that scene with his dad, when his dad dies, that scene is... That you really feel for him, like it's, yeah. it's the way he, like wow, he he sold that scene. I thought when he nailed it, he's really Flash. fantastic. So um, Flash, I guess. Yeah, since you, I was I was going to say we should move into Flash. Um, I think I like the character of Barry Allen. I think that he added a nice uh, relatability to the movie that wasn't necessarily super serious. I thought some of his line delivery, like Gal Gadot, was a little shaky. It really enjoyed his screen presence. He also gave me what's... I'm going to say this again, but this is probably my favorite scene in the movie, is the Speed Force scene. Oh. I think I just need to say this now. That Speed Force scene might be one of my favorite scenes in any comic book movie. Yeah, I would agree. I almost cried at how beautiful it was. That scene is... Yes, I wow. love the visualization. Ezra Miller really sold it. And I... He was the one part in um, Joss Whedon's Justice League. I don't I don't love him in that movie. But it He's seemed like... Was really, like it really? Seemed like I hated the, him in that movie. I thought, I thought he had the worst better part. parts. I think he... It seemed like he was having the most fun yeah. with this um, part of the movie. Uh, the Flash, yeah, like you said, the Flash. Um, it makes sense that he's a he's a goofier character because, um, you know, he's he's just he's 
what? He's young. He yeah, he'll, he doesn't I mean, really know how to use the powers completely yet. He's uh, I I really that scene with him and Iris too. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that flash scene. So to be honest, at, at when he's just like telling jokes to the person he's being interviewed by, I still thought he was kind of annoying. Um, just because I. I kind of think Ezra Miller's usually pretty unlikable, but again, like Gal Gadot, he won my won me by the end, honestly, and um, <laughs> honestly, right away because um, he, you know, during that Ira scene, I thought that was a great scene, and the song they played, I've been listening to that song the past few days because I just just if you have to like take your dog out at night, guys. And, you know, it's dark out and there's a nice breeze. Oh, my God. That song is emotional when you do that. I'm not kidding. That's a that, PSA for me. That scene kind of made me emotional a bit because I, I really did think that was, like, one of the first little tastes of um, the Snyder Cut that we yeah, all got. So I, so I know. That unedited. A, yeah. I know that was a little off topic, but guys, guys. That song at night outside, amazing. So, another thing uh, I did I did note um, is that it definitely did feel a little. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing at all. It definitely did feel like they took inspiration from Evan Peters' portrayal of Quicksilver in the X Men movies for some of the visualization, some of the quips he had. Yeah, which was um, great. I yeah, thought, and like you, it was good. Yeah. And like you said, the Speed Force scene was. In- incredible um my jaw dropped honestly and uh and cam and i one of the first things we talked about when the movie came out was that shot of him running at the end after he tells his dad and he just holds his arm out and releases all of that his, was honestly all of the, really all just like you felt the weight coming off his shoulders and again that part got me emotional and you know, I don't like Ezra Miller usually, so that's not. I think he's a salt. I I don't like him in the Fantastic Beasts movies, but I think he's, yeah, I think he definitely has great in like Perks of Being a yeah, Wallflower. Perks of Being a Wallflower is one of my favorite movies. He's all time. really great in that movie. Yeah, I thought, but you know, he really did. By the end, he won me yeah. over. I gotta say, he's a good Flash. I I like <laughs> him. I I haven't seen much of the TV show, but I think he's better than grant gustin from what i've seen i don't know if that's saying much but i don't mind grant gustin i think that uh the Arrowverse is a mess but i don't i think the casting isn't really what leads to that i do kind of hope yeah. that he gets another shot in the flash is it called the flash or is it called flashpoint now <clears throat> it's called no flashpoint i'm not and yeah, i'm not really excited for that movie but we'll see this kind of got I'm me hopeful. a little more I, I'm hopeful for that movie. I don't know how it will be we'll at see. all. They just... I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then I guess you want to do Aquaman? Yeah, let's talk about Aquaman. So Aquaman in this movie, um, you know, it's he's like, I, I, I wouldn't say there was a huge change, but other than... Um, the fact that he's a little more like you really you do like for every character you feel more for him this was supposed to be the introduction for Aquaman and I do think it it really 
sets up the Aquaman movie really well. And um, you really do... um, Arthur is kind of a depressed character. And you do kind of get a feel for that in this movie. And... um, you he's kind of a lost soul like he doesn't really connect with people or his or atlanteans he doesn't he's kind of um stuck between um like he's an outsider to the world really and um he's lost and there's that great scene um when he's going back into the ocean and um he's drinking the whiskey Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the music song choice, choice in that, too, in that. Movie, yeah, great song choice, way better than um, the White Stripes in the other version. Um, because no shade to the White you, Stripes, though. Yeah, no, they're great, but didn't fit that. But I um, I don't know Arthur. Um, I really enjoy his character. Um, I like the Aquaman movie a lot too. Um, I do think he's a little like I. I really like how he cares in this movie. Like he cares about um, everyone. Like at first he obviously doesn't because it takes him a little while to join the league. But there's that scene with um, him and the flash when the flash goes, um, when they're talking about Victor after Victor loses his dad and the flash goes, I thought you didn't care. And he goes, I never said that. Mm. And it kind of a pause. I thought that was a really, um, great scene. Um, there was a lot more Atlantis spits. Um, we got some Willem Dafoe and a little bit movie. of Mira. A little bit more of Mira because she I was in the Willem Dafoe. <laughs> but um, like it was really great seeing some Volko in this movie. I liked him in Aquaman. <laughs> um, loved the scene when he gives um Arthur the trident. Yeah, and um, that shot is fantastic was, of the trident on the steps. Oh no! Oh my um, God, that was a great shot. Like, yeah, you. Um, I would like you to say really get a lot more feel for him. Yeah, just like everyone else. I would like to say I love Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I didn't think he was a standout here or anything. I still thought he was really good. Yeah, also great casting once again. Yeah, like you really feel God. that he's super grateful for Zack Snyder for choosing to cast him. He makes Aquaman cool. Because obviously Aquaman is not very cool one of a lot. <laughs> He's awesome. But yeah, and even though I'm, we all kind of know what's up with Amber Heard. Um, I I enjoyed their chemistry together personally. Yeah, that one scene that that was pretty cool. Yeah, one thing that I honestly, I I, I kind of want to mention this because I don't really remember or not, but. I don't remember Mara having a British accent before, and she doesn't. Oh, she she did not. She didn't. I don't know why she does. She doesn't have a British accent in the theatrical cut, and she doesn't have a British accent in Aquaman. So, I don't know what was up with that. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange choice, but I'll let it slide. Maybe she did it when she shot with Zack Snyder, and then when she did reshoots, she... Wasn't feeling the British accent. Who knows? I did. I did think he was pretty bad in that nightmare scene, honestly. But she wasn't. She we'll wasn't bad throughout the whole. Yeah. yeah, we could. We can discuss the yeah. nightmare scene towards the end. But um, all I wanted, yeah. all I really want to say about Aquaman is, um, 
I love seeing Willem Dafoe again. I thought Jason Momoa was a lot of fun here with the team. Um, but overall, I just preferred James Wan's interpretation. I, think. I do as well. You know, I like that they I just... I think he has more, obviously, more to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But, yeah. But I like how they, in that movie, they just, like, talk underwater and they don't need to take a minute to build a big bubble because, I mean, that effect yeah. kind of took a long time. <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm, but that's about yeah, it. I enjoyed it. this. Yeah, another thing that I do love about this movie is this is a little bit of a seg, but um, but I love that all the characters sort of have like their own screen time with um their own set of characters, such as the Atlanteans with Volko and Mera, such as the Amazonians with Robin Wright, and um no um Connie Nielsen, Con- Connie Robin Nielsen, Wright. my bad, um. And even though Billy Crudup and um, Kiersey Clemens will likely not be in the Flash movie, it was definitely nice to I see think, them. I, are you sure? I think Kiersey Clemens is possibly I believe Kiersey Clemens is getting recast, but I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to check on that right now. They did just recast Billy Crudup as Ron Livingston, though, which is honestly not bad. Yeah, it's not horrible casting. I like Ron Livingston. They kind of look alike. Um, so I, I guess Billy Crudup, I guess we can talk about Superman now. Oh, because he obviously he has the least he has the least screen time out of everyone in the league, but it it makes but sense. What we got of him, movie. but what we got of him, I absolutely loved. So, I agree. Yeah. So if you guys saw the Superman Lois episode, I did. Um, I really didn't become a big Superman fan until last year. And obviously, I think that kind of helped me appreciate Man of Steel more With now that I began to like him more. And the Man of Steel callbacks were amazing. And, yeah. and I the think music. I, the music, just everything. Um, and I think all like those flaws that I had and a lot of people had with Man of Steel... I think he honestly did a really good job turning around, and uh, I just again I got, got pretty, I got really hyped up when he just comes out of that ship in the black suit. And you hear Jor-El and um, yeah, Jonathan, Kidd. just amazing. And, really, you know, we don't have to go into it yet. We can do it more when we get into the story. Um, yeah, the resurrection. I wasn't a big fan of it still, but. You know, it makes more it, sense at least. It made more sense. Yeah. I so, couldn't agree with you more, Ben. I loved um, Superman walking out of the ship in that scene. The black suit looks so cool. Yeah, and, uh, and just when I, the Man of Steel score, the Man of Steel Steel score is one of my favorite scores of all time. Oh, so yes. it was just really awesome to see that to to hear that score again, and it was just great. Yeah, yeah, Cavill's great. Junkie XL's score, on a little side note, Junkie XL's score was really riveting and just great. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, just cutting back in, um, mm-hmm. one thing that I do need to mention is um, my f- comments were in fact incorrect and Casey Clemens was just confirmed two weeks ago to be returning for The Flash, so we can carry on now. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, but so when Superman... I told is- you... <laughs> So I'm then, sorry. So 
<laughs> so, so I was just gonna say I got so hyped up when he came into the final battle, Superman, and he started to flex the axe. Oh my! Yeah, God. and it's not perfect, Superman. It's not. Sorry to compare it to Justice League. Well, you know, it came. I was it just didn't about really to also. feel like it didn't really feel like Superman uh, showed up and they instantly just win because of him because obviously superman shows up and then the whole world is almost completely destroyed for a second so they're not they're not overpowered when superman comes into the picture because everyone yeah, they dies. get a good balance everyone dies and, then and i think flash- it's yeah and so this is the last time i i want i again like i said i don't want to compare it too much but that movie felt like they were just trying to be overly like classic Superman. This felt like yeah. a more genuine approach, and I I love. Really it. felt like Zack Superman. Yeah. I was so happy with Superman yeah. in this movie. I think he did an excellent job. Yeah, I'd like to and cut in. Uh, I love that this feels like a natural prog- like even though he's not in the movie that much, it definitely feels like a natural progression from the Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy of Superman stories. Yeah, and Henry just killed. Yeah, him. I hope Henry returns in the future. I know that um, they are developing a J.J. Abrams Superman soft reboot with Michael B. Jordan producing, and um, I believe someone else. Yeah, he will, he, he's I not starring in the movie, but I do be believe someone else is playing. But like how they're bringing back Ben Affleck for the Flash, yeah. maybe I hope I hope he Superman. returns. Or and I was I was discussing this last night with Ben. Like I said, um, is that. I do think Henry Cavill or even Gal Gadot for Shazam Fear of the Gods, I think that would really add yeah. a lot. That would be fun mm-hmm. because the Shazam movies are just fun. Yeah. I They're nice. I like those movies. That movie. Yeah, I hope we see more Superman. Yeah, stuff. just that the scene though, the it was a much better scene when he fights the Justice League. I feel like you really get a feel like he doesn't know what's going on. He's he's lost and you get um the 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 Lois and Superman connection in this movie really is super nice. It's part of the heart of the movie, I'd say. It really is the heart of the movie. Lois and Clark like Clark loves Lois. Yeah, and he lives he, for her. She really is the key. He, yeah, his, his, his Superman's greatest weakness is not kryptonite or magic; it's people, and um, it really just summed up the character. One of my favorite lines of the movie is when he brings Lois back to the farm, and he goes, "This is home." Yeah, I love. I also would like to cut in again and say that. I've always loved the religious imagery they use with the character of Superman in Man of Steel and BVS. And I'm glad that uh, at least some of that imagery retained over mm-hmm. into into this yeah. this cut. I prefer the more human um, style, but I don't mind the religious takes on it. Yeah. I love that he's always been a bit of a god out of his element and... And how they sort of present him in ways that are very biblical looking. I've, I've always thought that's very interesting, even when I didn't really care about movies. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree with you with, with that for the most part. But I think Zack Snyder does a good job of balancing that. You know, uh-huh. he's he's not, an, except for some of what he did with him in BVS personally. But I like that for the most part. 
Zach knows that he's a he's a human before he's an alien. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I I think Henry Cavill is a fantastic Superman. I would love to see him come back in the future. Maybe for that yeah. Supergirl movie with uh, Sasha Kelly. If they ever so, make that, I already I feel like they'll make it. I already touched on this a little, but um, what do you guys think of the score? Fantastic! It it really just shows the power of a great score. Um that even the scenes that are that are the same in uh justice league 2017 such as the resurrection scene are just so much more cinematic because of junkie xl's work and i think yeah, that, and i think he's it's... always been a fantastic talent and i'm really glad that he was able to return for this but also uh-huh. it's not really danny elfman's fault yeah it isn't i don't blame yeah, i don't blame, elfman, I don't blame him he's a great composer but he he was definitely out of his element and he was definitely rushed as well yeah yeah and um yeah just like the team they just they really build as a team in this movie you really get that like bonding element between the team and when they finally unite at the end it just feels so rewarding to the audience and like it just feels so great to see them unite at the end. I don't want to compare it to Marvel too much, but um, I do think it is a testament to Zack Snyder's talent as a director and as a writer that um he was able to pull off this, basically what they accomplished in MCU Phase 1, nearly all in four hours. In four hours, yeah. And it, mm. it just was great. I, I loved the... I, I I loved it. I loved the team, the teamwork, and they just they do they care about each other by the end of this movie. Yeah, this is great stuff. Yeah. So if you, we want to get into one, should we do Steppenwolf and then talk about story? Well, I, I think we could. Yeah. yeah. I I want to briefly I want to briefly touch on Martian Manhunter too. Oh I'm yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I'll mention first. Um. I thought Martian Manhunter was a nice addition to the movie. Um, I'm glad that it is him instead of Green Lantern in the movie, even though it would have been nice to see the main Green Lantern, John Stewart. Um, yep. I think Harry Lennox does a pretty great yeah, job. Um, one thing that I'm, I'm sorry to compare it to Marvel again, but I thought that he was very similar to Paul Bettany's portrayal of vision. And I thought that that, that was very charming to see in a justice league movie. See, he didn't really have that much of an impact to me. He felt a little tacked in, but whatever. You know, I'm glad you guys liked him. Um, what, one more cast member I want to bring up that we I think we missed. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't listening. But but Jeremy Irons is amazing again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've always loved his – I love his vibe in this movie. Yep. I, I love, love when he, I love I, when I, I, I – I think some of the best comedy in the movie too is some um, his little Butler OCD moment with the tea. I thought mm-hmm. that was hilarious with well, Diana Morgan. He gets yeah. all OCD on her. Well, <laughs> and then I tell Cam this um, all the time 
I love when he makes like a metaphor in these movies. Where he's like, you can't fight the charging bull without waving the red flag. Like that part. Oh my! I think it's so funny when he makes those. When he makes those little yeah. remarks. I don't know. I think he should create Alfred. For sure. Yeah. Not much more to say. Yeah, he is a great Alfred. Um, and then maybe should we? Do Steppenwolf really quick? Yeah. Yeah, Steppenwolf. He's um a character. In he's he's a character, yeah. <laughs> and um he actually has a motive and he he's so much cooler looking and he feels threatening and I don't know, one I think he was um He doesn't look like an action figure. He was kind of scary. Yeah, I love when yeah. they make when they give. Dude, the, I think one of my sorry. one of the one of the scariest scenes is when the the parademons in him are literally pulling Atlanteans out of the oh ocean, God, yeah, them yeah. at rocks and forcing them. I thought that was such a good scene. And, Oh wow! Yeah, I thought that. I thought Steppenwolf was definitely very improved. I, I still don't think he's very an am- brutal villain. I don't think I don't he's think an amazing, he's amazing character, but I do but think that he is definitely drastically improved, and the writing is a lot better for him. He's like, he's cutting people in half. It's insane. Yeah. It's brutal. So I, I love like how he's he... also kind of perceived as like a god out of his element, similar to Superman, and and um. Yeah, I thought his visualization looked really good with the rest of the movie. It always looked like he was there with the league. And yep. the CGI was I just great. The, I loved his costume. Yeah, the reflectiveness and stuff was cool. Um, I thought I liked that they had a motivation for him, but I wish they could have... I think they could have just delved a little deeper because I think he was a little... It was still a little one note to me, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's really. I like. I like the how the light reflects on his armor. That's cool. You're also like, he's always like on your mind. Like you, like in the other movie, I kind of just forgot he was there half the time. Yeah, he always felt like a looming threat in this movie. Yeah, you always feel like the threat is. Yeah, exactly, and um. I think we can also talk about Darkseid, for sure. Great addition. And, uh, it's a shame that we're probably never going to get to see him in action, but I thought that... Darkseid yeah. was definitely... Um, he was scary. He was, mean, he was okay. I mean... He's in a couple... I mean, he's not in it that yeah. much, but um, it was really great to see him. It was a cool and, tease, but I wasn't like... I wasn't like, oh my god, wow, you know. I think if the I think if he wasn't I think if he wasn't in the trailer, then it would be a bigger impact. But well, but on dark side, that that entire flashback scene was incredible. I loved that scene. Um, once again, really violent imagery when uh, Dark Side gets like stabbed or um, sliced in the throat. He's like gushing blood. That was pretty violent. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you guys thought of that whole flashback scene, but I thought that was 
Um, so it's great to see. I I know some nice little addition too. I really like to see a little more David Thewlis in that scene. His um, Ares. Uh, it was kind of a nice Lord of the Rings esque scene, but sure. I thought it was a little clunky at parts personally. I but what did you think of um, David Thewlis? Awesome beard. Yeah, he was. It was cool to see him again, and I guess he was in the theatrical cut too. But um, I didn't even recognize him. I was like, "Wait, is that supposed to be um, David Foolis?" Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I thought uh, seeing a lantern. I know you kind of see that lantern in the other version, but um, you know. It felt um it was interesting that the ring it seemed was it just me or did it seem like the green lantern ring almost picked dark side mm-hmm. yeah yeah that it was a good try interesting. it kind of it stopped at him for I a love while. yeah Can you yeah. imagine I almost just made another comparison but I don't want to anyway so yeah um interesting addition just I don't know didn't really add too much for me personally. But it really was supposed to set up the future. Yeah, it's just kind and of unfortunate. Uh, this is something that I would like to state just as a, a little fun fact. But um, I was unaware of the fact that, what's his name? The He looks like Hawkman, but it is, um, but it is Zeus in the movie. Yeah, um, uh-huh. Zeus yeah, and I was unaware yeah. that the actor who portrays him is in fact uh, an adult film star. So that's a little fun fact. I didn't know that either. Ooh. Yeah, uh, saucy. Well, dark side. Wow, when he he shows no remorse for um, Steppenwolf, he kind of just right after he's decapitated, he just steps right on his head. I know it. Just, it, it just felt like it was like, oh yeah, this is the pawn in our group, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all didn't. They just, well, they didn't give a shit really, about Steppenwolf. It was funny. Just, just odd. He didn't. He didn't care about Steppenwolf. Like he said, he said he knew he would fail, and they're kind of just like, "Yep, yeah, uh, we'll get it. We'll get them. We'll get back at them another time." And it's clear that eventually they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we're done with Steppenwolf, I'd like to. I think we should just talk about a few big story beats for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can all say that we love the nightmare sequence. Um, I don't think Ben did. Hmm. So I thought it was interesting, but I just didn't really see the point of it, and I didn't like Jared Leto in it. I'm sorry. I actually <laughs> really like oh. it. Here's what I think about the nightmare scene. I loved it, obviously. But I think the, the one of the main reasons we got that nightmare sequence is because personally, I I don't think we're going to get any more of um. I know there's the whole restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, we can I, talk about that at the end, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. And I think Zach wanted to give us a little taste of what would have come. And yes, it might feel a little tacked on, but we might never get any of that again. So ever. So I think it was a really nice addition. It was a nice little taste to see of what could have come in the future. 
I really, um, I think, yeah, we can talk about the Joker a bit. I obviously did not like the Joker in Suicide Squad. I thought his, I think he was really bad in that movie. But I really did like Jared Leto Joker. I agree. In this movie. I really loved him. If I I'm being completely honest, little two minutes of screen time was um was uh very way better than. I don't know what is ten minutes of screen time in Suicide Squad, probably even less. But um, my the main thing I thought um, seeing Batman and Joker have a have a interaction, a live action interaction. It was great to see again. Um, for the first time, for the first time since the Dark Knight, um, it was really cool. I was gonna to- say, I was gonna say, I thought you were just gonna leave it as to see him interact for the first time in live action. I thought you were gonna leave it. At that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but this was the the first time we've seen Batman and the Joker on screen together. Period. For the first time for a decade. Oh, for the first time in history. <laughs> for the they've never never had screen time together ever or just interactions ever in the comics or anything. Yeah, never but um, met I thought each other. Was, yeah, they don't even the Joker yeah. is a Marvel character. <laughs> nah, he's actually he's actually <laughs> associated with the bloodshot universe with Vin Diesel. He's Batman's only met Batman's never met the Joker. He's met the Loker. Locker. Yeah, he met that clown lady, but uh, I don't think that he ever met the Joker. The Joker is Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, I yeah, I love that scene though. Um, it was um, the dialogue between them was interesting for sure. Um, mentioning, you know, Robin and Harley Quinn, and. Uh, I don't know. I that whole nightmare sequence was chilling, and um, it was great. I'm sad we're not gonna get any more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to see a whole movie of that. Let's just get an animated awesome. movie, at least, at least an animated. Yeah. What did you guys think of? For Tyler, what did you think of the whole nightmare scene? I really liked it. Um, I loved Joker. I loved how they acknowledged the death of Robin again, because I feel like that has been unfortunately a little grazed over. I, b- I believe that it, there was possibility of it being part of David Ayer's cut of justice league, but that's not going to happen anymore. So suicide. Squad, yeah. Suicide. Squad. Yeah. Um, that's my bad. Yeah. Um, I think that, that damn, I'm thinking right now about David Ayer's suicide, uh, David Ayer's justice league. Um, but but yeah, um, I'm glad that they acknowledged Robin. I'm I was surprised they acknowledged Harley Quinn. Um, and I thought his new look was fine. I didn't think it was amazing, but it was definitely better than than kicking in the door, boss. Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, a hunk, a hunk, a, you know, I love that. Uh, yeah, SoundCloud. He's not a SoundCloud rapper anymore, as our friend Gavin says. Yeah, no. I thought Deathstroke looked pretty cool. Too. I thought he looked cool. I like I liked Deathstroke. <laughs> I thought he looked kind of funny, but it was like, yeah, it was it was kind of like a kooky, really like, interesting. But I liked it. It looked he looked kind of. I don't think Joe Manganiello can pull off a mohawk, but I kind of just like that 
Zack Snyder just went full on, like, I'm going to yeah. make him look as crazy as possible. Really interesting jump that we bump from that Lex Luthor Deathstroke scene where he's talking about um, wanting to kill Batman, basically. And really now interesting. Now they're buddies. Right from that to um, the nightmare buddies. sequence where they are working together. Just really cool yeah. that they did that. And that joke, that, um, that yacht scene with Lex Luthor and Deathstroke is so much better in this version. Wait. Deathstroke really tried to beat up Peter Parker. Moving on. Um, what? Joe Manganiello's in Spider-Man. Oh, my. You're right. That's true. I forgot about that. Okay, sorry. Well, um... Yeah, um, nightmare scene was awesome. As this, we should probably just—I should probably let you guys just gush for the rest of it. So, how about I just get my uh, flaws out of the way first? So that's okay. No, nope. Okay, you're not allowed. To flaws. Hey, uh, goodbye, Ben. I'll be kicking you from yeah, podcast yeah. in three, two, yep. one. Right. Yeah, you're not I guess allowed. I'll fuck up. I don't, fuck you guys. Yeah, I don't need this shit. Okay, go. Yeah, see, see you. Bye. See ya. Okay, so back to what I love about David A's <laughs> Suicide Squad. Okay. Okay, let let Ben talk now. So do you want me to do my flaws or no? No, I don't. Yeah. You shouldn't. I'm kidding. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> so as I said, didn't really like Superman Damn. Resurrection. Uh, no, um, you're wrong. The comedy Hope. was a little weak at... Alright, you know what? <laughs> okay, for real, you can... You, can... you guys are turning my brain into liquid with this. Okay. Um, the comedy, for me, while it was... There's some good bits, I actually didn't mind the hat part where he's like, well, let me see the other one, but it was still a little weak for me. Um... The slow motion, I know that's been a big talking point. I thought yeah. it was well executed, but a little over long at parts. There's a I few... do have to agree with you, Ben. Um, as much I I do love the movie, I love it to death, but um, it is clear, the slow motion is a little much at times. There is a lot, and just, I mean a Yeah, lot they just of... need to be a little shorter. Um, and then... There's a, there's a few parts that feel felt a little repetitive to me. Like there's a part where Steppenwolf calls the sod on FaceTime after they get the uh, mother FaceTime. box. Yeah, he was on a <laughs> yeah, whatever the thing. Steppenwolf pulls out his iPhone iPhone twelve. And, yeah, so he, call, he calls him. He calls him, and he's like, "The parademons can smell them. They're on their scent." And then they get like the second one. And he puts it in the block, and the guy's like, "Why are you calling me again?" He goes, "Blah blah blah," and he goes, "The no, 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 the no, no. actually, he does it. He does it a sec after the second time, and then he does it again. So there's oh. yeah, there's like four scenes where he does. But there's that. like a there's another part where he literally says like the exact same thing, and it's like, okay, did this need to be in here? And then there's like there's like parts where 
And I only, I only fully third time he calls is when Darkseid shows up. I think there's a few parts, and I don't remember exactly, but there's a few parts where like a character will do something, and then a little bit later they'll be like, "Oh yeah, they did this," and but we already saw it, so it was like, or they got this, or whatever, and it just felt a little repetitive. I already talked about the nightmare scene. And then I just wanted to... Last thing, I thought Amy Adams was pretty... Actually, you know, really good in this movie. But I'm just kind of so disappointed that they don't use her character as much as they really could. Especially because they kept they keep on hyping her up um, as, like, this big, important character. And she really doesn't do anything. And, yeah, like I said... Seven Wolf is a big improvement, but um, just a little one note to me. And I so yeah, I just wanted to get those out of the way because I I know you guys just want like you know gush because you know it's a movie to gush over. So time to rate the movie. Sure. You you don't want to talk said, about it at all anymore. I, th- I, I think yeah, we covered. We've, we've been talking for basically an hour at this point. Like we've I think we've covered. Hour, I we've we've covered yeah, most I've of the covered. things I wanted to talk about. Okay, I've covered everything. All the main things that I want to talk about. All right, sounds good. Yeah, um, I'll go first. Um, I think that this is the best DCU movie to date. I think that um, this might be Snyder's best film to date, and um. I was just very, very pleased with the way this movie turned out. I'm so happy it exists. Um, I would like to say that, yeah, I'm just a massive fan of, of it here. I've been a big fan of Zack Snyder for most of my movie-watching life. And I'm just very glad that it exists. I think that it is a fantastic movie all around. And I'll go with a 9 out of 10 about this movie is I think it's amazing um, on a personal level I have to give it a, a perfect 10 you know 10 out of 10 um, here. obviously I don't think that doesn't mean I think it's a perfect movie like like objectively on an objective level is it your you know, favorite movie from Zack Snyder it is my favorite movie from Zack Snyder, without a nice. doubt. Um, nice. I think it's a. Um, there's flaws. I there's flaws for sure, but um, on a personal level, I just have to give it a ten. I couldn't have been happier with the way it turned out, and so happy it exists. It's my favorite DCU movie too. Awesome. I'd also like to state uh, right before we jump into Ben's thoughts is um. Is it is a it it would be an absolute shame if they stick with the theatrical version as being the canon version, which I believe they're doing right now. Yeah, no, they uh, are. Are you serious? But I do I do recall that um, James Wan and Jason Momoa both said that Aquaman is canon to the Snyder cut, and um, Patty Jenkins also said that all the DC directors are all working off of Zack Snyder's Justice League, even though DC may say that it is, that their version is canon. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of unfortunate, but you know what? It doesn't really make sense. Like, it kind of ends the same way, but I would have to give it... I enjoyed the movie quite a bit, 
has some it has some flaws to me, but I enjoyed it overall. I think it's one of their better in the catalog, and I give it a seven out of ten. And so I do have Marlon's thoughts here, quick, just to read off because he wanted to give his input since he couldn't make it tonight. Um, we'll cut this out while I load it. Okay. Um, he said he really liked the movie a lot. He's happy Snyder got his vision as the rest of us. He said it's a well-crafted and plotted story throughout. And he said, but he said it felt a, a tad episodic. He said, uh, he said the direction had in the right ways. He thought some of there were some minor plot holes and, uh, yeah, he just really liked it overall. So uh, he says he gives it an 8 out of 10. And the the average for the Great Stair podcast, are you ready, guys? You Did you grade it? I, I, I did. I calculated it. Are you, so the, the Great Stair consensus is a 1 out of 10. Thanks for coming. All right, so that's it. Tell us what you guys <laughs> No. It's an eight point five out of ten. That so that's really high. So very solid. Yeah, very good. I think that's about what Wanda Vision was at, actually. So yeah, go ahead and guys, if you liked it, let us know. Let us know we if they should release it. the A or cut. Um, they yeah, shouldn't. okay. About that, quick touch. On let, that. Let's do. Let's see. Yeah. Squad feels like a very David Ayer movie, so I'm really confused. Now. I think that the only the only the big differences with the Ayer cut were going to be soundtrack, More- Motherbox. Um, we we've, we've discussed this before, but the intent for Enchantress was that she was going to be powered by a Motherbox instead of just powered by this random being. And I believe that he, David Ayer said that it was going to tie in between. It was going to fill in the gap where BVS leaves off and then pick up right where Justice League starts. Yeah, which would be interesting, but... That's never going to come out, though, so... It clearly, and it's interesting to think, it clearly would have been the the mother box that Cyborg has a hold of. Yeah. That Mm. makes sense. So, yeah, guys, let us know what you thought of the Snyder Cut. As you just heard, we all enjoyed it, so... Um, let us know. And, let us know if you love the truth and are a big fan of justice. That's our question of the week. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna ask Can to make one up, but yeah, fuck it. Why not? That's gonna be. Uh, that's gonna. Be yeah, let's answer that stupid question. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy your week. I hope you guys stay safe. Um, Will you be a lot. This is great. Guys, a lot of spring breaks are coming up soon. I had mine already. Last spring break is wrapping up this week. Yeah. So if you guys are, you know, on spring break, be safe. Spring be smart. break. Spring break. <laughs> and with that, uh, we hope you do the great stare on spring break. Yeah. I love Suicide Squad. I Tyler. love Suicide That's Squad good- as well. <laughs>